0: Bobby Lee is coming shortly, so for those people who have YouTube me and messaged me, uh, the the interview is here. We just do an intro. That's right. You can fast forward if you want. I hope you don't because intros are sometimes fun. You get a little information, but uh, Bobby Lee is coming up. Hilarious, intense, everything you've ever dreamed of. Holy crap. I don't think he gets more serious. Bobby Lee than on my podcast he, he opened eventually up
1: eventually gets serious you have to right. you will,
0: he will get there you're gonna laugh you're gonna go oh my god and then you're gonna go wow and then he lets it go and he doesn't I think he does it with me because we both experienced a lot of stuff in our lives and we've been friends for a long time and uh it's nice that he's comfortable enough to uh he just supports me he has such successful podcasts he has two now and uh they're both incredibly successful and yet I know he doesn't have any time but he's come on the podcast again he actually came with Kalila to the other podcast I had. And uh, I've been on his show four times and we're just buddies because whatever you need. And that's what I like. Cause I have friends that are incredibly busy and they're just busy and they're not coming back on the podcast. They don't have time for it. They're doing, and I'm grateful if they even came on. So that's all you asked for. But Bobby Lee is the kind of friend, Nick Swartzen, Tom Welling. These guys come back, Stephen Amell, Jamie Lynn Sigler. They come back on the podcast and that's really, uh, it's really cool, man. It's cool when they take time from their busy lives to join us and uh, share personal shit, man. Uh, you know, I don't want to get into all the coronavirus stuff. Uh, you know, you guys hear about that on the news every day. You don't want to hear it. You know, it's, just, it's been a lot of stuff, and there's so much misinformation and all this, and you know, you don't know what to believe. And now, I believe in quarantining yourself if you think you're at risk and you think you're. at. And the big problem is, is you know, I'm not again, I'm not a doctor, Ryan, but don't you think the big problem is spreading it to people who have weak uh, immune systems and all these pre-existing conditions or old people so i get it i'm not going around them and i'm going to try and limit the amount of people i even see which is hard because i need to be around people yeah i mean i think the thing is just
1: wash your wash your hands be responsible be responsible don't be a moron don't go out to the bars stay
0: out of groups yep we're trying to minimize i think if you just minimize everything right now because we in, don't have the medical supplies to to account for that it's crazy it's just it's just a crazy world of never i mean you know i think it really when it got it got when they said the nba shutting down you know you heard south by southwest you said okay mm-hmm. nba the nhl when the then the stock markets, but you're like wow this is what, they canceled something serious yeah but um you know, you stick together. We've, you know, this, the planet has made it through so many things. That doesn't mean you should take it lightly. It just means, you know, do the best you can and try to be responsible and smart. That's, I'm not going to, I'm going to end that. I don't think we need to talk about that anymore. Uh, you know, before we get to uh, my good friend, Bobby Lee, I just want to say again, thank you for listening to the podcast. I say it because uh, I just do. Um, without your subscription, without your listening and, uh, you know, the little notification thing on the YouTube, mm-hmm. Ryan works so hard. So I commend you on that, and I really hope you guys give the video a chance. Watch it. Listen, you know, you can listen to it, subscribe, but watch it too and spread the word, share it. Uh the interviews are great. with Jamie Lynn Sigler, I teared up. I had a tear tripping down my face. It was it was intense, it was beautiful, funny, it was everything. Uh the Martin Starr uh was a great interview. It was a great interview and he got deep. And um uh just give it a chance, you yeah. all Also, a shout out to the Patreons. Uh, I did a live pod. I've been doing since I'm, you know, at home mostly now. um, I've been doing live Instagrams. I've been doing live Facebooks. And all of a sudden, people are joining Patreon. They're subscribing. because The subscription to to the podcast is free. But people are, you know, donating a dollar, $5, $100 a month to, you know, to to help the podcast. And by the way, you don't just do that and get nothing for it. There's bonus footage which we're going to shoot one today there's inside of me that the the, the um, patrons get to ask i respond a lot on there it's like a community of friends and i always said if it gets to a certain point where it's big enough or you know it's paying for everything and we're doing well hey let's uh let's have a patron party a patron party in la i'll rent a place out or my backyard we just beat patrons, maybe a few celebs but no randos <laughs> no randos are showing up it's like everybody there's like are you a patron yeah cool yeah, great yeah that's it and you ryan and me, I'm invited. Yeah, Bryce is invited. Jess is invited. You guys all work hard. Oh, great. So join Patreon, uh, whatever uh, is, is great. I appreciate that. The podcast, the live podcast was canceled for um, March 31st, and that was uh, at the North Door, and we have changed it to July 2nd. So go on my Instagram or my Twitter. Uh, it's at the North Door in Austin, and uh, it's going to sell out. So we're doing two shows, a 730 and a 930 at the North Door on July 2nd and that's gonna it's a thursday night so it's a better night for people it's gonna be great hopefully you know it, it gets better. things get better and by july we're good to go uh camp rosie people have been talking about it uh my my first camp uh, adult camp i'm doing for the october halloween weekend 30th and 31st you're gonna go to that right no <laughs> because the wedding i was supposed to go to in
1: april is now moved to that it weekend. was changed why would mm-hmm. anybody
0: have a fucking wedding on that weekend
1: because it's england and they don't really do halloween stuff
0: didn't know. halloween originate in ireland that's not england but it's close
1: it's not i'm skipping a jump point being i can't go to the camp rosie because right. my cousin's <clears throat> wedding is now that weekend
0: right okay but the uh the camp rosie is going to be on that weekend let me tell you there'll be links soon so just wait for it but it will sell out probably 150 to 200 people that's all that can attend there's going to be some some uh tickets that you can get that maybe room near my bunk or in, in my area in my cabin not bunk you don't just but there's bunks and cabins. But sure, it includes sure. your food, your your snacks, all your alcohol, your bedding, your uh, uh, activities, p- uh, parties, uh, costume. It's gonna be a freaking blast, and we'll get more into that. So, also, if you want to get any merch from Left on Laurel, my band, or the podcast Inside of You, go to go to Inside of You online. Um, we've got great podcasts coming up, uh, great guests, and you know, at a time like this when we're sitting around, we you know you need to. I hope people will continue to do podcasts. At least we had things in the can.
1: We got things in the can for uh, for the next
0: at least a month. At least a month, and great guests. So yeah, let's talk to Bobby Lee right now. Uh, he's hilarious. I've known him for a long time. He'll he'll surprise you. He'll upset you. Both both at the same time. It's it's he's something else, and he goes balls out literally. But check this out. Check this podcast out. Let's get inside of Bobby Lee. It's my point of view. You're listening to inside of you. Michael Rosenbaum Inside of you with Michael Rosenbaum was not recorded in front of a live studio audience. Who is this I like this guy but you sit next there? The,
1: yeah, I, I sit over here. Uh, yeah.
0: This is Ryan. He's uh, the engineer. I love him. Ryan's the best. You never met him.
2: Yes, I have. Have you? I've never met him not just no. images now oh because i like your, the profile of your face you look like a hawk <laughs> a cock hawk a hawk yeah he's got one of those angular hawk faces oh, like, He'd be de- good president. Like, like
1: delia president good president
0: chris delia yeah, because on,
2: on the coin you would your your profile oh, yeah. looks presidential he does have a good like a lincoln face yeah like a lincoln all right
0: well, I'll, so take I, I'll take
2: I, it i don't know are you producing the show now or what
1: uh yeah, and I'm uh sitting here recording things and the uh,
2: shit. Are you is this your it. show
0: right now? I could just watch you interview him all day.
2: No, I didn't even know we were starting. I was just asking some you, questions. I I need I need to know about my environment. You thought I was gonna be angry.
0: I the first thing I said to Ryan was like, Bobby's gonna come in pissed off who's and he's Ryan? the one who's two hours late. Ryan? That's Ryan. <laughs> That's Ryan. You, you know, the guy you've known forever. Yeah.
2: No, because um you, a well, pitch meeting? I wanna I want to be on time for you. And, you know, I said yesterday, I go, what about 430? And then you you, I felt like you were like, it's got to be four. And then all of a sudden I'm like, what in my head, no, just listen. So in my head, I'm like, how am I going to, because I'm in Culver City was, was the bald headed guy that does that um, America's Got Talent. Mickey Rourke. Uh, Mickey Rourke. No, no. Who is it? Uh, Howie Mandel. Yeah. Was it with that guy? And that Filipino guy, Joe Coy, yeah. And then I was there with them at the Amazons, and I was like looking at the clock, and I was like, "Now 3.40. You were at Amazon, the studio Amazon, not the Amazons. No, we went the Amazons in the South Africa, America, South America. South America is where yeah. the Amazon is. That's yeah. where we Yeah, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. Right. So I was flying there from there. No, we were at the company, and we were pitching something, and then I was like oh in my head and i said it out loud i go lex luthor is gonna be mad if i don't show- leave now and they're like who's lex luthor i go michael rosenbaum and they go oh, we're fans all that stuff <laughs> you did not i did you did yeah because i was panicking why were you panicking you're the one who's like a guy gotta do the fucking rosenbaum's podcast no i would do anything for you but my point is is that you're the one that was like it's gotta be four and all anyway we're here and we're doing it. I didn't say it had to be four. I just said, hey, you Is know. Is this how you, let's let's. let's did you? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I Dude, I, I love bl- you.
0: I, I'm blown away by, <laughs> we haven't talked since you went to off to that wellness center.
2: There's your coffee. Oh my god! Good, she's the best. Perfect
0: timing. Thank you so much.
2: Look at that. Thanks, Jess. Thank you, Jess.
0: I just remember you always like. You know you're sleeping on a couch. You're doing all these things. You're always a funny, lovable guy. We all loved you. We all were rooting for you. Or at least I was. And now I think you're like you're like taking. You're making so much money. You are like <laughs> you fuck you. You are uh, no. Oh, don't you try, fuck. fuck. Don't try to act humble.
2: Don't you fucker. You, you. No, I'm so happy. You bring that for you. up like that.
0: You are so. Listen. I got to me. nothing going. You're a regular dude who's now fucking doing it. Everybody wants you. You're with Ho- Howie Mandel. This is dude you're doing you're doing a po- <laughs> okay, you're doing uh, two podcasts all right,
2: all right. hang on a second if you want to do this let's you do it. used
0: to live in an apartment i did four podcasts the most any guests has come on i went to your little apartment You are our favorite person i love you and in fact all your get all your um fans every time it's funny because i would read the comments they go well if rosenbaum would do fucking video we'd we'd watch his fucking show tell that and I was like, we got to do video. That's the reason I did video is because your fans said they'd, they'd watch if I. And they're clever. I listen
2: to them. Yeah, yeah. They're intrinsically f- clever. They are. You listen to them too. I listen to everything what they say. Everything. Yeah. The way I dress, the way I behave, the way I walk. Does it bother you when they say no, something I don't bad? Care. Nothing. I don't care because I don't listen. What's the worst thing someone <laughs> said about you that's a fan that, that loves you but said something? Chink. Yeah. Somebody said, shut up, you chink. Was it a white person though? I, you know how sometimes the profile photo is like, you know, I mean, of like a piece of, of like a flower? Sometimes they do that.
0: Right. So you don't know who the face, you don't, yeah, who I don't know what it is. is right, you know yeah, yeah. Or
2: sometimes it's like, you know, what I mean, the symbol of some sort of sporting team. Right. But the Kansas City people, whatever the team is, you know what I mean? Kansas the, 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 Chiefs. the Chiefs. Right, right. You know, and uh, they won, right? They did. I saw the game. No, they didn't. Yeah, yeah. they did. They I, did. Saw the, I saw the game. You were there? No, what happened was I um I was in Hawaii. And I was flying to Hawaii, and in line was this uh, Chinese fella. He was in um, the Hawaii Five O. You were in Hawaii Five O, too. No, I'm Magnum Pi. Magnum Pi. He no, he was also in the Lost. Was it Lost, Ch- just? Was Lost. a Chinese fella's name? Daniel Daniel uh, Daniel de Kim's. A great, great actor. So he's in line with me. This Chinese fella, and he goes, uh, he's Korean. And That's he, what I was going to say. I, like, I, know, yeah, I didn't yeah, want to yeah, say yeah, because yeah, yeah, if yeah. I
0: corrected you and I was wrong, racist. That's what I
2: was. I was like, open. you I was baiting I know you. Yeah, you yeah, I knew it. I didn't So know. The Chinaman said, "Um, you know, he had the Corona, Corona mask on. He didn't. And um, he goes, hey, I go, what's up, chin Chin?' And he goes, <laughs> he goes, come to my house to watch, Um, because he lives in Hawaii, to watch the Super Bowl. Now, I've never seen a Super Bowl in my whole life. But when he asked me, I was like, I have to do it. Do you his like house. him? Is that why you're you a big fan? Him? Big yeah, fan. Yeah. Um, and I, I went to his house and I I watched this whole football game, the first one I've ever seen with his kids and his family. It was actually pleasant. It seemed very normal to me, you know. Right. Um. So that's how I know about the Kansas City people. You act normal, like at people's houses that aren't
0: like do you like when you're hanging around normal people who don't want you to start like shitting on the floor. or... Doing
2: the licking someone's dick on camera, like you- those are things that are blasphemous things that you're saying. I don't do either one of well, those. Well, I things. saw a video that Santino, the great Santino, ki- the great Santino, I kissed his orange sack. Okay, and in Korean culture, if you ever tell a hair- lie, you're, you're about to tell a lie. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, I know Korean it. culture. I, I know I kissed the sack. You kissed the sack. Yeah,
0: because it's a yes. I don't a- think it was a sack. I think it was a shaft. I looked at it and I think well, it was I'm a shaft. I'm the one that kissed it, so I would know. My assistant Jess goes, You have to see this. I saw it. She goes, It's so funny. She started showing me I don't want to see it again. <laughs> why? I-, I don't know why. It it wasn't like I thought it was it was funny, but it was just it was kinda like, What what? Yeah, yeah. It was almost like too- it was-, was it too much? Did you think you crossed the
2: line? I swear to God, I would kiss the tip of your bare dick. You would. For you, if you pulled it out and go kiss the tip of my bare dick. And my Jewish penis. Whatever it is. You don't care. You're not racist. I don't think about it. Okay. Yeah. I don't want to know what it is. Right. This guy, no. He's already going cut. Yeah, cut this guy, no. I, I would not do him. But you, you would really, if I stood up right now on camera and said kiss the tip of my penis, you would do it. Yeah. Because it's, a, it's on camera, it's a yes and thing. You don't deny. When you're doing improv, you don't deny. Right? So if he pulls his penis out on camera it's showbiz friend right so you have to yes and it you can't deny it and go i don't want to do it that's against the improv rules all right right so it's like that's the deal so but i heard that you apologized for it you felt bad about it i didn't feel bad about it but i feel bad because um you know you know i have some reputation things out there that aren't true and but it's like it, it by kissing an orange man's orange man's penis orange man you mean by redhead redhead orange man's penis on camera, it would it, it um validates those rumors that aren't true right. about me, right? If he would do this, why he would do this? He would do that. Yeah, right, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean,
0: you've done some provocative things in your life, like what? Well, I remember this story where you took a you fornic- not you uh, t- defecated on a Comedy Central. Uh, no,
2: no, that's not true. It's Mad TV, and yes, I def- defecated, but that right there, I don't feel bad for because that was called um, it's Shadow Play. What Shadow Play? It's a Joy Division song. I like Joy Division. And I don't know what this, but I just use it, that word, shadow play. You just like it's a, like, I we it's know like it. I think it's a like play in the shadows. <laughs> right? From the dark and number two, shadows. Yeah, dark shadows. And number two, it was, it was he deserved it. The poo wasn't for, um, just, just, Shock just value. for Shaq Valley. It was revenge.
0: Right. Do you think you have to up the ante? I'm, I'm, I'm being honest with you. Do you think, you, don't look at Ryan, don't deflect. Do you think Bobby Lee now? Because you're Bobby Lee. You are a, you're a fixture. Uh, is that the right word in a, in a, in, a, in, a, in America? Uh, in America uh, people's homes. People know you. People. You are your fucking You're my, an internet. You, have, you are an internet sensation. You have no idea people, what the fuck I've people, been going through lately. What? Well, we in could. The last two days I've been hang like, hang all, on. <sighs> Let me finish. Because you certainly make faces when I cut you off. You look at me like, oh, wow,
2: you're feisty today. I love it. Go oh, ahead. Fuck. You it's know, your show, go ahead. No,
0: I'm just saying, do you feel like you have to up the ante all the time because I, I, I kissed this shaft or his sack. Now I have to go to the next thing because they're expecting more. Do you feel there's a pressure?
2: Well, first of all, I think that every man has kissed a shaft one time in their life. Not by choice sometimes. Maybe not by choice, but they have. You think every man has at least kissed a shaft? Yeah.
0: Uh, Ryan, may I ask you, have you ever kissed a shaft? Uh, no, I have not.
2: Okay. Okay. So you were wrong. Does Kalilah ever go, Bobby? Bobby, what? You kissed your friends you're in business with. His uh, through, First of all, it wasn't his bear shit. It was through his underwear. Second of all, he said, the whole bit was, smell my dick. Did you actually smell it? Yeah, so he pulled it out to smell it. His real dick? No, the what you saw on the internet, right? Right. So he pulled it out. He goes, smell it. And I was supposed to smell it, but a switch went off, and I went, and I just kissed it. You kissed it? And it was a European kiss. It wasn't like you know, it was like I mean? it a, was like, a, s- a, like an Italian kiss. Bonjour, Bonjour. Bonjour. That's French. Kind of, yes. Yeah, 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 whatever. Might yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. European. Yeah. If you a rattlesnake bit your dick, it's and, and, and you know that whole the whole story. Yeah, I know the people story. People make that thing like you, if you, you know, when they get drunk, or suck they get it out. High, would that. you suck it out for a million dollars? I would suck venom out of your dick if you were going to die
0: this Did you notice that what you're you're answering a question and then this is what's called a non sequitur <laughs> you completely went to a rattlesnake biting my dick by the way inside of you fans if you're listening we will get to, <laughs> to a darker place but right now we have to let some of this sort of just land which I, what i love i love about this is that you know you have Tiger Belly right now. Now you have a new show. What's it called? Bad Friends. Bad Friends. It was with in the top with six. Andrew Santino. It was in the top six. Maybe. I know it is. I've All never right, been well. in the top 60. All right. I'm relying <laughs> I'm on your totally fans for, for being true and loyal. <laughs> totally no, but so I love Santino. He's very funny. You yeah. guys, I, I have a great chemistry. You and I could have done one. You, you didn't ask asked. me. You didn't ask me. You could have asked me. Want to do one? It's too late now. Why? But why a year you ago? You could why, be why, kissing why, a
2: Jewish guy. Why two sack. years ago didn't you ask me? I, you're doing a show. I didn't think you were going wanted another podcast. Yeah, but I'm just saying you, I, I, my brother too, my brother Steve, You know, I would have done one with him as well if he would have asked me. Andrew's the one that went, we're doing it this date. I'm going to buy the equipment. You know what I mean? I get to be, I have to be coerced into doing it. But let me ask you something. This is a serious
0: question. I want you to be honest with me. Go ahead. Do you think it's too much and now you're going to quit Tiger Belly? No.
2: No, no, Do you no, think no. you're going to keep Tiger Belly? 100%. Tiger so Belly is my number one. So you're going to keep both of them yeah you realize this is that's a lot of work well you know theo vaughn has three he does he does yeah uh he has one with shab he has one on his own he has one that he does with a guest that's three jesus a lot of people you know rogan does four or five a week sometimes two a day would
0: you do this only if somebody said you can never act again no stand up you just do your podcast but you're gonna make millions of dollars which you are. No, I can't do it. You'd have to You'd say no.
2: Because my dream is bigger than that. My dream is, uh, and I, you know, it's so funny because I, I ran into Joe Rogan last night. And we were talking about how you don't need to fuck with Hollywood anymore because we are taking control of our own destinies. We don't have to wait in line. You know, you, you know what it's like. You wait in line. You sign up. You, you you wait for the call. Try to get an audition. Right. Try they, to get a call And then, then when you get Try on get set, they, they tell you what to do.
0: So you know? you're in control of the podcast. You're in control of yours as well, correct? I am, but I don't have the luxury of, uh, you know, you, uh, fortunately for you. Look, I love mine. I am going to keep doing mine, and
2: mine's doing good. But, you, you know, it's like. How long have you been doing yours? For two years. Okay, we've been doing ours, what, for four? Yeah. For the first two years, we didn't make any money. Yeah, that's it's, it's a slow so thing. But I, I love you, it, and I'm passionate good. about it. And I'm gonna very, keep doing it. You're I, very good at it. You're very good at it. And you know when I when you did ours before you even had this one, I thought to myself, this is something that's down Mikey's fucking lane, man. Well, thanks, dude. And, yeah, you and, probably, and, and you've and, been uh, so supportive. With. And I will always do yours, and you'll always do ours. You're always. Your family. your family. So my point is, is that I don't know why I have to come in here and you be so hostile toward me <laughs> and so aggressive. You know what I mean you got Eagle Face over here writing down a bunch of notes? Eagle Face, right? You got fucking. You know, you're accusing me of s- sucking dicks on the sly. You know what I mean? I don't get it. I came here, and I'm always going to do this show. And I came here you know, for you. You
0: fuck. Do you know what? I ask Kalila sometimes because it's, it's, she she keeps your life together. She does. And I say, hey, can we go get dinner somewhere? So she has to go through. I,
2: I do you do you have time these days to actually? I, I'm, that,
0: not, I, might, I might, whoa, Let me just let me finish. Whoa. Let me just
2: finish what I was going to say earlier. Okay. Okay. So it's so funny that you say um, that things are good, and you know what I mean, this and that, because they're not. Okay. I'll tell you why. Okay. Okay. I sit around, every. I wake up every day, and I still have the same fears and the same, like, why didn't this happen? You know what I mean? I wish this would have happened. Why well, don't I have this? It's human condition and human nature, right? You're never going to be ha- happy because success and money and all this stuff, it doesn't fix you, as you well know. It just it doesn't. It
0: doesn't. No one can understand that, though, if they're broke or they're not making money. They think you guys are fucking idiots. You have the rest. You have your look. What you're doing? Right. Which way, we need to look at that. No.
2: And then the, the the way you get through it is you go. Um. I want to do you do. Sometimes you do a gratitude list. Oh. Right. I do a gratitude list. I I look around my environment. And I try to be mindful about my surroundings. <laughs> you and I. I went to the well in the center and then you went to one about a year
0: later. And I'm seeing the things that I learned through you now. Keep going. I like it. You know what? I don't like
2: what you're doing. What? You're trying to skew the fucking thing to I know where you were heading. And I'm trying to go, go the, the opposite way. Go the way. other way then. No, but I, it's because I, I want the push and pull. <laughs> I love the push and pull. <laughs> I like it too. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah. You know, we'll talk about the dicks later and the sucking. But the thing is, is that um, eagle face, eagle, eagle what's up man you good no no go back no to no this. I, don't tell me what to do i'm this
0: this was you were getting deep right. and i like uh, when okay, you get deep so, uh, this is the real you i want to i right. want the audience to see the real Bobby because you know no one asked you to get deep on these other
2: guys shop and all these guys put you on their show and like
0: oh make me laugh and let's talk about shit and i, I and if they don't want to listen this, go ahead, go. i want
2: to get deep with you you know it's so funny because when i went to uh, let's, uh, let's go back to what happened let's go back to what happened to me in august if that's the direction that you want to go to,
0: all I want to know is I.
2: Want, you could always talk to me. I and, am going to talk to you, and that's why it's when about inside and of you. And God, well, God, listen when when your dad
0: passed, which I know that's where it's starting. Yeah, I know your world crumbled, and it's been crumbling. And like you know, but I I told you I was there for you. I knew you were going to get help. I I don't know how many times I had to tell you I'm here. And when I say I'm here, you know, if I you're, you're
2: deflecting, you're looking at my Rudy poster. It's a it's real signature movie shirt.
0: though. Sean Astin, a really good movie. Great movie. But go ahead. So in August, you lost your dad.
2: Yeah, I lost my dad. And um, what happened was, my mom called me and she goes, um, Daddy, he, 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 he in hospice. I was at I was at a hot dog place. I love hot dogs. I love Chicago and hot dogs because of the peppers and the, the add extra like. Were you about to order the hot dog when you heard this message? Or you... No, I had the hot dog in my hand. Okay. And I didn't even eat it. I go, what? Your daddy eat in hospice? And I just didn't eat it. And then I went into... Panic. Not just, yeah, it was not even a panic. It was more of a... um, Yeah, it was a shock. Numb. Yeah. It's like when I was molested when I was a kid by a guy with Down syndrome. <laughs> it's a true story. Yeah, it is true story. He used to give you candy? Yeah. My point is, is that it's the same feeling of just like... You, it's almost dreamy and otherworldly. It's not good. It's not a good feeling, but it's like, what the fuck? This is like, you know, you, you know. And so I called my brother, Steve. My brother's freaking out. And we just booked a flight. And then, but, you know, I hadn't been going to AA meetings in four years at 17 years of sobriety. And then next thing I know, I'm at a place called, um, I might have, I might have fucking weed dispensary. I don't want to say the name. Right. And, I'm in line to get weed after 17 years of being sober. I don't know how I got there, bro. I was going home, and I just pulled. It was called Urban Freeze, great establishment, great weed. That's where you got your weed. That's where I got. But you hadn't, it. He hadn't smoked weed in 17 years. So I ordered. What I bought was I bought. Hey, do you have gummies? So I bought like 15 packets of gummies. And this is how alcoholic my brain is. I and I because I didn't want to tell my brother or my girlfriend or my mom i relapsed so i went to cvs and i got melatonin melatonin gummy you know um candy no you can get melatonin ones at the sleep session right, right and they're shaped like they're gummy bears so you put them all in there but i took all the i dumped that and i put all the weed ones in there sure and so when i was packing to go um, That's what I had. And were they really like, did they, are they really strong? The most, they said there's the most strongest one. They're like, I don't know, 10 milligrams a piece. But also, not, after not getting high for over 17 years, you know, I took one and I just completely got almost way too high. Were you upset with yourself? No, because I was more upset about my dad. Right. So I was just like, and also, um, I had this uh, feeling of like a new chapter. Like if you're flipping a book, that would that day was the next chapter, and it was going to be a long, dark. You didn't chapter.
0: eat the hot dog. You took the melatonin, the uh, the gummies, right. and you're on your way to your dad's funeral.
2: No, he's or, still He's in the hospice at yeah. this point, you're right? So, um, I'm completely high. We get to Arizona. We get to the hospice, and my dad is um, he's lucid. Like he, you, you know, I walked in, and and, and he smiled. Why I saw you why are you smiling because you just said he smiled so it made me smile
0: oh yeah, like yeah. i was uh, in uh, your uh, fucking uh, uh, moment okay
2: so um he smiled okay and my brother and i looked at each other like oh he's fine he's fine so then you know we're like we kiss him and he's like he can't talk. he hasn't been able to talk a very long time um and even when he did, could talk you couldn't understand him because of that thick accent but um he basically said oh, i love you you know that kind of thing and um I, I Actually there was a sense of like Why the fuck did I relapse He's not dying What were he doing here But then the lady came in and was telling all the th- th- problems And basically she says So from now on he can't Either drink water or eat We're not going to feed him And then my brother was like freaked the fuck out My brother was like wait 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 what the fuck My you know, brother, brother Steve was like of course. wait what the fuck What the fuck You're going to feed him like in a couple of days right No, eat from now on. Yeah, but but he's gonna fucking die then, right? And they're like, yeah, right, because it's like if he had because he had his lungs and every the stomach had so much infection. It's just just what
0: happened with my grandfather in November. Same thing. Yeah, they just don't give
2: him. Yeah, Yeah, right. Nothing. So then you know now we have to sit there for seven days. Seven days. Sometimes it takes weeks. Yeah. Yeah, and to see your dad. So from every day, he's now like. You know, just dwindling. And are you getting higher and higher as you go
0: in there every higher day? And higher. Don't <laughs> <laughs> Getting
2: higher and higher. But are you taking
0: the gummy bears every day? Now you're getting used to it. Yeah. You're enjoying it. Yeah, yeah. Is Steve? Does yeah. Steve doesn't know about no, it? No, no
2: one knows about but no, it. But I'm not enjoying it. At, but don't they look at you and go, "Are you okay? Are you on something?" No, because you can brush it off as tears and sadness, tired, fatigue. Yeah, yeah. Oh no, I'm just tired and sad. You know what I mean? Gotcha. Because your eyes are all bloodshot. You can just, you can, you know. And, um, and then my brother would stay there at nights. My brother would stay there. Sleep with him? Yeah. And he would, t- disturbing photos. He would take photos like, look what dad's doing now. And he's just like staring up at the ceiling. You know what I mean? Like, why do you want to see that? I know. Exactly. I mean, I couldn't do that. Yeah. In fact, when I saw my grandfather last, when yeah. I saw
0: him in the home and I remember he was sleeping with, all, you know, he was, he was, uh, sitting on the couch and all these other old people around him. And I walked in there, and you know my grandma's like, he's probably not going to remember I'm like, fuck that. He always remembers me. Yeah. He won't, but he's at Alzheimer's. He he goes, he, I go, Irv. I woke up everybody in the place. He, yeah. His head lifts up, and he goes, Mikey. Oh. And I, it was a one in a million, and it was the last time I, that day was the last time I was with him, Or I, like two more days. And then I left, and then it all went downhill out of the blue, and he went to a hospice. And they were like, do you want to come down? I go, no. I don't want to see him like this. Why? Now, because. I knew what was happening and I knew that I, I wanted to remember him. This was for me. It didn't bother me. Uh, He was like a father to me. I love, I love this man. And I, I didn't want to watch him deteriorate. That was for me though. Everyone's different. And my, my my uncle said, as long as you're okay with that, I go, Irv would fucking look at me and go, what are you doing? What is this? What why are you, why are you, don't get me. Go home. I know he wouldn't want me to see him like that. I just know it. we had a bond. That's my opinion
2: of what I went through, but that everything's
0: different. So go ahead. But it was,
2: it's a chance to witness truth. Us Westerners have such a difficult time with death. You know what I mean? In, in Indian stuff, you know, it's like, it's the most honest, truthful thing that you can, and it's a beautiful thing, you know, and I had to witness it. I was there when um, my dad took his last breath you were there at that moment yes did, did you say anything to him at that moment or he was he was he in a coma well i mean i couldn't say anything because my mom and my brother were freaking the fuck out they were crying yeah yeah, 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 really? yeah.
0: Whoa, whoa, whoa. so when he takes his last breath they're freaking out bobby on gummy bears or whatever you're kind of not okay but you're the mellow
2: one Oh yeah, I'm completely namaste about it. Were you, you were keeping them together? I'm the oldest, so maybe that no, that wasn't. It. In in retrospect, you know, at the time I could tell you that I was being Neo from The Matrix and being fucking cool as Zen and yeah, cute cool as a cucumber. But in retrospect, I'll tell you what later. But what it was. But when he died, I didn't feel anything, and I had sunglasses on and um, Gucci. And... <laughs> And so, and, uh, and my uncle came in, my, it's just so funny. My, my uncle, my dad's brother, youngest brother drove from San Diego, walked into the hospice, saw my dad's body, got back in the car and drove back eight hours. How long was he there? For like one minute.
0: What the, what did you, did you you say anything? Bye uncle. Uh, What was it? Were they (laughs) close?
2: Yeah. It was his best friend. He just didn't want to deal with it. No, it it was really kind of cool. It was just like he looked at the body and he made some sort of noise like, something like that. It was no word. Like a prayer or something. But it sounded Korean. So he looked down and just got back in the car and we go, bye. (laughs) He just drove off. Did you hug and kiss your mom? Were you like, no, we took photos. Stop. You took photos of what? My mom wanted. um, He didn't take photos of your dad dead. Yeah. My mom goes, "We have to take photo." So I had to do like the timer thing with the fucking phone.
0: You had to set up a timer, reverse <laughs> the image on your camera, yeah, yeah. and take a picture of hey, us. And we mom, got it wrong 3 Steve, times. We got it wrong you, 3 times. So I just reset it 3 times. Could you imagine some nurse just standing there yeah, watching this? I know. But it was But why? It seems odd to me, maybe not odd to you, because I I I wouldn't want to In fact, at the funeral, I don't want any pictures. I don't want to remember this day. I don't want to did remember all the sadness. Yeah. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe that's why I, I have age. so much emotion. My mom, my mom wanted it. Were you surprised when she goes, let's get a
2: picture? No, I was like, if that's what she wants. So I did the timer thing. And we set, We did this, you know what I mean? And my dad was laying there. But you didn't
0: do anything funny like... No, no, no. <clears throat> with no, his no, face, no. right? No, I, mean, no, no. I don't
2: know. I'm just yeah. We didn't do like the Charlie's Angels? <laughs> oh my god. So it was a serious photo. <laughs> like. But do you smile in the photos? No. it's. It, I mean, I could show it to you. But it was... Mm. -mm. Yeah. Well, it was so funny because I sent it to Kate and Oliver Hudson. And and he he goes, That's fucked up. Don't ever do that again. (laughs) (laughs) It was great. You know, Oliver, right? Yeah. Yeah, He was shocked (laughs) because he he thought he was alive in the photo. He's like, That's cool. Is your dad sleeping? I go, No, he's dead. And he goes, Don't, you know. And I I think, no, he called me and I I heard Kate laughing in the background. I love (laughs) Kate Hudson. Big fan. But then what happened was I got back into town. Right. And then weird shit started happening like what well first of all i'm hiding it from Kalila, my girlfriend that i live with who i do a podcast with who's like my best friend you're hiding what your your emotions my you my using and you're using yeah i'm well, using, using something else now no i'm only smoking i'm only smoking and vaping marijuana right but you know when you're when you've been sober for that long and she's only known me sober and then when i'm constantly 24 7 high it's weird she knows she doesn't know at the time. She just thinks I'm having a fucking meltdown. Because imagine like we're in bed and like, you know, three or four days in when I wanna get back. And she's like, asked me a question. And I'm like giggling at a fucking YouTube video. So she thinks you're <laughs> having a break, a break. Yeah, like <laughs> I'm a, a nervous break. So down. when
0: I came on your podcast right before you went to that wellness center,
2: you were you were using. Yeah. You're like, I'm high right now. I remember, I think you said that. Yeah, but then what happened was, Um, not only am I high, but for some reason I can't get any food in the food down. So every time I would eat something, I would vomit it. Why? Well, I didn't know why at the time, but I'll tell you why later. But, and then not only that, but I couldn't sleep. So I would get like one hour of sleep. I couldn't eat and I was just constantly high. And then on top of it, hiding it from everybody. And then on top of it, I got a job, you know, a a network job. On a game show, right, right. So it was this game show where I had to do athletic competitions right, for, with, a, with a UFC girl, right? You no, know, with Rob Gronkowski on oh, my team yeah. and Venus Williams, and I'm doing eight one-hour strenuous athletic. Were you high during it? Not only high, not eating or sleeping. Did you have any like? Did you ever fall
0: down and like? I no, need a doctor. I, my
2: my my knee blew up to here because I I I ripped a um, my quad tendon. Right right i couldn't walk sleep eat. i was dying and like legitimately like i would be on set in front of like a live audience and keegan keegan keys is hosting and people would walk up to me and go are you all right and i'm just like you know in my head i'm like i think i'm gonna kill myself that's how you felt oh yeah yeah you were embarrassed maybe no no i just didn't know what the fuck was going on Lost. Lost, completely lost i had no out of control out of control didn't know what the fuck was going on and it's so funny because this happened in September, so it's not that far away. And you're you're grieving at the same time, but you're oh, not I'm grieving too. Yeah, and I haven't really cried over it either, right? So I'm now having so suicidal thoughts, and I'm losing my mind, and I'm um, I don't know what the fuck was going on, and then I remember going on the road. I would go to Portland, and I remember taking my two openers who are in AA. Because I had booked them before I had relapsed. So I have two openers that are in Alcoholics Anonymous that are my friends who now have to hide my drug use from them as well. And then I remember taking them to a sushi restaurant after one of the shows. And um, I took one bite of a Yellowtail sushi and I vomited all over my fucking shirt.
0: Right in the restaurant. In front of them.
2: These two fucking narcs called Kalila, and just telling me all this stuff that I'm doing. Right, to and Now Kalilah's going, my girlfriend's going crazy. Did you fire them? No.
0: When you say narcs, you fucking narcs, you were angry, but now you're not angry with no, them. No, no You're I'm glad not. they at did the it. At the time, I was. Somebody had to say something, or you were going down a slippery
2: slope here. Right, and then, um... Were you able to perform? I don't even remember. But you were doing your act, you knew it so well that you were able to play yeah, it Yeah, I off. don't remember, I don't remember. I don't know what that show was like. I don't know what the fuck was going on. Did you care? No. You really didn't care? I didn't care. I think at one show, I did like 10 minutes. I was supposed to do 45 minutes. I think I did 10 minutes. Did they tell you, get back on stage, dude? No, what you I was like, ah, I
0: don't know what's going on. Were you having anxiety? Well, you can,
2: you, can, you can always use it. My dad died. Right. That's always a good one. Yeah, it's a good one. Yeah. and yeah, so it's
0: going to work. Eagle face? Eagle. He, he doesn't look good. like an eagle yeah, face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, He's handsome, though. We needed just a nice buzzkill. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I don't know how many times I have to talk about this, but it's...
1: All you have to do is submit a picture of your bill, and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. They'll deal with the customer service for you. And I like that.
0: Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com inside. That's rocketmoney.com inside. Rocketmoney.com inside. Okay, so
2: this all comes down. Kalila knows what's going on. You get back home. She doesn't know she, what's going on. She doesn't now know she does. music. no. She doesn't know what I'm using, she just thinks that I'm having like there's something going on. And then what happened was, um one day she just says, I, I think I'm gonna leave. I can't be in this. I don't know what's going on. What? Yeah, and I told her. I relapsed. And then it was just chaos. Did she cry or was she pissed? I was pissed? crying, pissed. It was like chaos. What the fuck? You know what I mean? It and was, you just had moved into your new house, right? Yeah, so I'm in this new house. It's it's crazy. No furniture. It was crazy. And then I, I go, um, I don't know what's going on with me, but I have to finish this game show. Right. So I, and, and I will go to some place. I don't know where I want to go. Oliver wanted me to go to the Hoffman Institute. So I was doing research on that, but I don't know, but I, I knew, needed to do something because I could legitimately feel myself dying. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, and it I, wasn't I just, know, do doing, it was not know. all just the physical and the mania, you know, and the manic episodes and, the eating and sleeping. So, you know, imagine mo- now a month and a half, two months in. I'm still doing this game show. She's allowing me to use. I go, I, I, I'm going to use every fucking day. But now I have to use regular marijuana. Because the gummies is too much. And if
0: you stop now, it's like Jack Nicholson doing coke. It will just stop his heart. Maybe.
2: I don't know. Or it will probably upset you because you're now you're a drug
0: addict. Yeah, you're but I'm troll. smoking
2: now 24 hours a day. Jesus. Like, I would do... 300 400 hits.
0: Are you able to be? Um, I know. I don't know why my mind went there. Are you able to perform? Do you have sex at this during this? Oh thing? no, my dick's broken. Like you're not even thinking of sex. Oh no, no. you're not involved in sex, right? So no, no, no. she, she stays with you. She's she, like, yeah, she's barely hanging on. But if you didn't tell her at that moment, be honest with her, she
2: was gone. Yeah, but also I was more concerned that we were more concerned about like me. I lost twenty five pounds in a month and a half because I couldn't eat and I could barely walk because I have no energy. And and so we're more concerned about like my livelihood and being alive. Is it the right word? Livelihood? I don't yeah. know. Yeah. And so one day I um run into a friend of ours and she's like, You look like shit. And then she's like and I she's like, You gotta see a therapist. You See my therapist. And I didn't know what to do, and I don't know why I said yes. Like, oh, I'll see your fucking therapist. But she was a trauma therapist. Um, her name was Beverly. And I went and saw her, and the miracle happened.
0: What was that miracle?
2: So we're talking. What's going on? I I told her I relapsed 17 years, this and that. My dad died. I can't eat, sleep, all that stuff. And then she's like, then we go into like, well, what was it like growing up? And then that's when I started talking about the abuse. Sexual abuse? No, the physical abuse. From from your father? Yeah. You know, my dad, um, I just remember one time my brother and I were sleeping. I was maybe six years old. My brother was three. And it was like three in the morning. My mom runs in that into our room. And I remember her turning the lights on and she opened her mouth and all her teeth were gone. Because he punched them out. And then I remember him trying to get into the room and I remember my brother and I, imagine six-year-old, three-year-old, my mom, barricading the door you know because we know that once he gets in the room we're all gonna get hit right he would do shit like um just if you looked at him wrong he would hit you as hard as he could with a golf club on your body was he drunk when no he did this? It was just a rage just rage
0: is this something that you always remember no, i it? always knew about it but yeah. did this bring it out did you get this bring it out like all of a sudden like whoa this is what's up how we gotta start from here or? what do you mean when you're going to therapy and that stuff, is that what they're talking about? Going back to the beginning?
2: Well, no, we, we were just talking about like my dad, and I was saying, I'm concerned that I didn't cry. I think that's what it started. like, I wonder, we explored that aspect of, you mean, know, what was your relationship? I go, my relationship with him was fine for the last, since I became a successful comedian. You know, that, you know, that's when it, you know, kind of, but before that, you know, it was just a, dark all
0: right so you're saying that your relationship with your father got better when he saw you being successful so you felt like he started to love you more yeah you know what no it's tragic and and i well whatever no 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 i'm just well i'm just telling you no no i i
2: i really appreciate that Uh, i'm i'm
0: i'm I'm hearing you
2: and then here's another story i remember one time i had meningitis i was gonna die and I remember we lived in Minnesota, and I remember like my dad wanted to take the stairs to take me to the hospital, but my mom took the elevator because we're like, we live like seven floors up in this apartment building. And I remember them pulling me, and then my dad let go of me, and then he went pop and hit my mom in the mouth, and I fell to the ground. But I visually remember that shit. That's why it's like, can't not- get that out of your fucking head. You can't get it out of your head. So it's like, you know, um, and that was just continuous, right? So I, you always feared your father, not just him. He would beat the shit out of my cousin. I mean, he was a crazy person. So everybody feared this guy. Yeah, he was. Well, like,
0: now I guess the big disconnect for me is, in a way I understand, is that but you still loved him and you still wanted his approval. You yeah, still wanted all these things, he's my dad. And even till the end, it's hard to like. Sometimes you think I I know he's your dad, but sometimes you ever think like it's
2: still wrong. And I, I oh, it's it's devastating what he did. He, he, he affected me in ways that I could explain to you later of little things that I would do in secret, right, to punish myself. But he, So check it out. But once I was in her therapy office and I told her all these things, as I would remember leaving it, driving by a Panda Express, and I ordered three different meals there, three different combinations. I ate. I could eat again.
0: By just getting it off yes. your chest
2: and then that night i slept for the first time in months have you ever tried emdr that's what we did that's what i did and it and it, it does work
0: dude i've never been that hysterical in my life where you keep doing the same thing on over, events and on over, events yeah. over stay there stay there close your eyes follow my finger follow my finger yeah buddy i did the machine I didn't think I was worthy enough. I was like, no, this is for PTSD. This is for like veterans and people who lose life. I didn't think my shit was and all of a sudden she taps into something. Yeah. And this devastation I felt as a kid comes out and what's crazy about this is there's some science to it, but then you know that happened, but it doesn't affect you the same way. That and it worked for me. It worked for you. So you were able to acknowledge that it happened, it's there. You somehow
2: forgave him. Well, what happened was after going after leaving there and eating, when I was eating, I thought to myself, "What? There's, there's a connection now between my my childhood and my trauma, and my body. Right? I, I could could make that. You know, the between the brain and your body, there's a con- connection between. And I thought to myself, "Oh my god, there, I, I have to deal with this. Right? So then, that's when I went to." PCS in um Arizona. How long? For two weeks. And it was um from 7 AM to 9 PM. You're in you're doing EMDR. you do art therapy? Art therapy, psychotherapy, the bit, everything yeah, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah. everything. Expensive? Uh, yeah. Pretty expensive. Gucci. <laughs>
0: So, you did you go in there thinking? Were you open minded at first? You were kind of like, uh, uh, and then all of a sudden you realize, wait a minute, something's happening.
2: Well, when I walked in there the first day, I remember the lady Marilyn Murphy can't comes out and she's explain. And I'm in a group, and you're with the same group for the whole time, right? And you're in a group with these people that are like, you know, there's one Orthodox Jewish guy with the little ha- the hairs and the hat, Passes. whatever. Mm. And then, um, you know, what I mean, there's a house ma, you know, her wife. yeah, you know what I mean. You know, I had
0: someone staying with me,
2: and like you have to check out if you yeah, want to take a yeah, walk. Yeah, yeah, or, yeah, yeah, yeah. So in the beginning, you're like, oh, "What the fuck is this?" Exactly, shit me, like, right? Oh, fuck. And, but then w- w- it's so funny because when it was over, I didn't want to leave them. I didn't. Know they're that. my best friends. Yeah. You know. You know what it is? You feel safe for the first time in your life. I bet you really felt safe. Yeah, and I also like working on myself. I enjoy um, um, the process of feeling better. And dealing with things, you know, so, you know, by doing that process, I remember I did an EMDR session and what they made me do is they made me go to a a mall and go to a um, -A Build-A-Bear. And I I go, why do I have to go to a fucking mall? And they go, well, because we want you to um, make a doll that represents your original child. The child that first comes out of the womb, you know, that needs just love, affection, attention, nurturing. All the things that a baby needs, you know, and so I remember getting the doll, and I remember um, when I was eating with Kalela, because went with, with me to the mall, and I was holding the baby while I was eating, and she cried the way I was holding the fucking doll. You're holding yourself. I was holding myself. Yeah.
0: And you meant it. You were doing the work. Yeah. You weren't trying to be funny. You were doing. Oh, it. No,
2: yeah. And then I then that day later that day I did an EMDR session where. Um, it was about one traumatic experience with my dad. And then she told me to pull out my doll and then, you know, tell your original self, right? I mean, the how you're going to protect him. And I I, I ended up on the fucking ground crying so hard, holding this thing.
0: Yeah.
2: And then, because um, I didn't grieve my dad. And then when I walked out of that session, I said one thing i miss you dad like bro for 2 hours i had to have people pick me up from the asphalt i was crying so hard just from that moment yeah like it all hit you with one word just two yeah, words yeah, yeah, three yeah, words yeah i grieved right then and there and then also when i went in there i got sober i have uh 84 days now and so um Wow. You know, so I got sober there as well. Um, I go to a lot of meetings every day. Every day? Yeah, when I was in a Hawaii, you know, when I was shooting Magnum PI, I went to meetings on my off days, which I never used to do. So I'm very um, diligent and... um and I have trauma therapy every week with my uh, counselor, Beverly. What does that entail? Like, what you, Just a therapist. She's a trauma. Th- I do EMDR with her. And so we,
0: does EMDR. So I, I did it tw- only twice, two days. Yeah. And the first time it really worked. And the second time I felt like it was forced. Like I'm trying to force something out of me and I couldn't get comfortable. And I couldn't do well, it. Well,
2: that's a part of it. So you go, you know, you have to be honest with yourself and, you know, I'm a performer. So we want to like, we're performers. We want so, to do right. Right. So I, and the whole idea of EMDR is every time it doesn't, is not, you're not going to have a breakthrough. Sometimes you're going to be like, I'm thinking too much. Mm -hmm. It's not working. I mean, all that stuff. So, you know, you have to do it a lot, you know, and I have so many, you know, I go to different memories and you do EMDR, sometimes a bunch of sessions on one memory, but what that memory happens, it just, it, it becomes smaller and the weight isn't as heavy. It's still there. Right. Yeah. But, um, it doesn't, you know, trauma not only does it affect you mentally, it affects you physically. I oh, think yeah. it causes. I have
0: ticks and things yeah. that have caused from from things in the past, and I'm just like, you know, I can feel in my body that they just haven't been let out. They're just like these dark,
2: yeah. I feel that same way. You're more prone to getting uh, cancers and um, um, strokes and whatnot, body body age. Do you feel good? Do you feel like you have you still have a
0: lot of work to do? Do you feel like? Uh, I think I'm, I'm now I'm feeling the way I should, I should have felt a long time ago.
2: Well, I don't do the thing. See, here's what I wanted to say to you is that you don't know is, is that every time I would, before this, every time I would have a bad audition, I would have to bleed. You'd cut yourself? No, I would take a bottle of water and I'd hit my head over the head a hundred times until blood was over my face. I did that every time. Every time you, you had a bad audition or I perceived that I had a bad audition. You know, every time I make a mistake, I have to punish myself the way my dad punishes me. Oh, so, my oh, God. Yeah, so, I never knew anything about Yeah, like so, a, you, you know. For I a mean, long time, you've been doing that. Oh, for 25 years. And insidiously, his his the effect of my childhood has seeped into every aspect of my life. And so all those things that I used to do to punish myself, I don't do anymore, obviously. And number two, um, because... Um, not only am I aware of the actions of doing it, why I'm doing it, but it's also I don't feel the need as much to do it. I don't want to do it, you know, and I think that has a lot to do with dealing with, you know, what I mean, i have not done with a lot of it. Right. But during the process of it, it's really just to help me out in my daily life in terms of like. Even depression and, um, you know. Like the things that we're saying before, making a gratitude list, all you know, doing the tools, routines, to, yeah, yeah, to do it. Yeah, do you, do you uh, journal
0: now? Do they show you like the journal every day or, yeah, man? I fucking journal, I do too. i never done it. God, man, <laughs> Fuck, dude. dude, by the way, yeah, I'm yeah. blown away by your vulnerability. I can't, I just can't believe, like, I didn't well, know this is what you I wanted. wanted. I, it's not what I wanted. I wanted you to feel your and I wanted you to feel, like, you to feel comfortable, like, just you know, to, to me, like, I went through this and you know, I'm, I'm not comparing, but it's like, wow! Just when I was like, "Oh, my shit was tough," I'm like, uh, "Bobby went through." Do you feel like now you're <laughs> <laughs>
2: what? Now that I what?
0: No, I just feel like I. <laughs> you know, when you're young, I, I just felt like no one was ever sort of uh, taking care of me, saying, "I'm proud of you. You're good enough." all these things that you never got, you were like sort of getting through other things, attention, funny, this, we're doing all this blah, blah, until one day you either decide to find out what the fuck this is all about. And then you dig deep and then you go, am I worthy? I am worthy. And I got to find out why I'm worthy and how I'm not stupid. I, I found it a lot. I always thought you're incredibly stupid. You're, uh, your there was just all these things I, you know it just was so overwhelming and i didn't really know where it stemmed from and when that comes out and it still happens sometimes i get nervous because i'm like oh my god i'm not gonna i'm not gonna i hope that i was at the magic castle and the magician's like looking around oh who's gonna be my helper i'm like not me i'm stupid i'm gonna fuck your trick up yeah yeah, don't yeah. fucking pick me right right and it all stems from being that like that kid who wasn't like you know good enough dude i fucking can't believe you went through that shit. and what's amazing is that's sort of what happened to me is i kind of forgave at the end yeah I didn't think I would. It came out of nowhere. Yeah. I was like, why am I, what? But you do.
2: Somehow that's the only way, isn't it? It's a miracle though too that like, you know, people with our backgrounds, you know, sometimes, you know, um, even the counselor said, and I don't even understand it really, but they're like, it's a miracle that you even was able to carve out any sort of resemblance of a a life. Right. And I'm like, and then they go, that's, you know, it has something to do with your resilience and survival techniques, I, I always had humor as a defense mechanism and I had no skill sets except to be funny. And, but I used that one skill set to create a career, right? So, you know, in many ways I could have become a serial killer or, or, or a guy that caused other people trauma. You or... think
0: you could have done that?
2: No, but I'm just saying that a lot of people with my background have ba- crazy The trajectory of their lives go a different direction, you know, but for for me, I don't know what it is, but I was always like, even when I was 23, I remember being at a comedy club, an open mic, and I remember just going, you have, this is it. That's why all these people from San Diego hated me back then as an amateur, because I would just so like fucking, you know what I mean? I have to do, this is. I have to be great. Not just great. This is it. I have no other fallback position. I have no college degree. I have no other dreams. This is your purpose. Or this or nothing. So when you're, when you have a kid like that, you know, I climb pretty fast, you know, I mean, I started at 23 by the time I was 30, I did the tonight show, which is a big thing for a kid from San Diego with my kind of background, you know? And I just crawled my way up to that thing, you know? So, but, um, but now my life isn't about that. My life is a you know, you know, you know, you say in the beginning of the podcast, you're doing great, this and that, but I'm doing great in terms of my mental health, I think. And that's all I really right now care about. All this other stuff is fine and great. And you know, I'm blessed and 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 happy and grateful. I get depressed. They just want to be healthy. I just don't want to fucking kill myself, bro. Do you still feel like that? Do you no, still feel- that's why? Right. Because you're doing all the work. Yeah.
0: And you feel like you're worthy.
2: Yeah, like when I'm in, you know, when I was in Hawaii last week and I was like, oh, but by the way, I have to talk to you about, so I, I go to mag. so I'm shooting, I, this show, Magnum P.I. And this was the first test of my, you know, my mental health. I show up and the director was a guy named Peter Weller. I remember Peter Weller. He was a tough guy. He was a RoboCop? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So you know what he said to me the first day at work? He was directing the show. His opening line to me was this, don't fuck this up. Was he kidding around? I don't don't know. It's probably kidding around. Didn't sound like it to me. Right. I didn't laugh. No. And he walked away. And then after the first take of the first day, he goes, um,
0: energy, energy.
2: Like that. What are you doing? You didn't like this. No, I don't like it. Because it reminds me of my dad. And when I'm in, when I'm around the presence, and I told that to Jay Hernandez and Perdita Weeks, who are the stars of the show, I go, "That's my dad," because they did my podcast that Saturday. So, and they also, I'm friends with them, so they know my my past as well. And so, um, the whole time, that whole week shooting with this guy was like fight or flight for me, man. Jesus, yeah, it was. Fu- did you ever know that? Did you ever tell him? Yeah, I, but you know me. Yeah, you know, for me. What I did was I would just start saying shit back. You're my like, dad, dude, you know, I don't respond to stuff like that, that energy, you mm. know what I mean? And then like, um, but I remember the first, last day of shoot, I was like, I had this one complicated line. I hated it. I didn't understand the line. You probably still remember it. I don't even remember. I can't even say it because I don't even know how, that's how difficult the line was. Are you embarrassed? I don't care at this point. That's good. I wish I, I didn't to care. Get the, I just want to get the fuck out of there. All right. It's embarrassing. Yeah. It really is. I get embarrassed. But what's worse was him shaming me afterwards. What this he guy saying? can't even out loud. He go, this guy can't even do one line in front of the whole crew. And they're all kind of like, <laughs> People are kind of uncomfortably laughing. And I'm sitting there just staring at the table, just going, it's, it, it has nothing to do with you. This is just him. It's not personal. This is just his, yeah. his issues. And also, because I can't do this one line, eventually, I think they got it. I don't even remember. But also, you, normally, what I would have done a year ago is go to my hotel room and cut myself with razor blades because I couldn't do that one line. You didn't do that. No, I just sat there and went. I was so happy. I almost felt like crying Cause you. And I was sitting there going, "Oh shit, I'm embarrassed. I feel like you know he's shaming me. You know, but I could separate the fact that you know, what I mean, I, I'm a human being." you know what I mean, under this, under this circumstance, I don't really perform great. You know what I mean? When I'm under this kind of pressure and I know that about Who myself, does? right. So, you know, I was able to put all into a, into context and a certain perspective and go, it will, it is what it is. It's a bad day. It's a bad week. I may never do the show again, you know, and um, it's okay. You know, Ryan, all I can think about
0: is you're going to have to take the sound out of me biting my nails. I've never done this you have caused me to bite my fucking nails Why? because I'm on edge with your story. Like I've never been like this with anyone's story. Like this is for me, the most raw, honest thing. And I I know I have, I, you're my boy and I appreciate you doing like you're talking. My boy. About, you're my
2: boy. You're my boy. But, but
0: by the way, you know how um, <laughs> he just wrote nails. Got a fucking, yeah. uh, do you know what? I do the opposite thing and I'm, and I'm, I've got to, you're more mature right now doing what you do because when there's a, um, somebody on set or somebody that's kind of being the me, the guy like no no this is gonna i always got it my thing is like i'm not gonna fucking let that guy do that and it's like it's like i don't like authority i don't like when people it, i could feel myself getting worked up right now i yeah, remember there yeah. was this guy michael ironside he was the <laughs> scanner remember his head blew yeah, up? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I don't know what the fuck was going on but i was on the smallville set and you know i've been on the set for years and i'm like Laughing and talking, to everybody, and I'm like, oh, "Blah blah," and this guy goes up to me, he goes, "This guy, huh? He's directing? No, he's looking at me. He's just an actor on the show, a guest star. Uh. This guy, yeah, what's going on, man? What's going on with you, huh?" <laughs> and I go, "What is it? Are you serious right now?" Yeah, and he's yeah, like, yeah. "Yeah, you're that guy, right? You always got to, you gotta be the funny guy. Got to be this." He's just like calling me out. Yeah. And I feel it. I feel like I feel like I'm being shamed. I feel like that father figure. I feel yeah, like that's, yeah. I'm being a kid again, being reprimanded. And it's gets it's brewing. And I'm yeah. like, oh, my God, I was in such a good mood. And now I'm just like, I don't know what's going on. but I'm really <laughs> uncomfortable right now. Yeah. And I go, yeah. Hey, man, you can be this guy when it's, you know, when you're one of the leads on the show. Not when you're a fucking guest star. I just looked at him right in the fucking eyes i was dude
2: that's fucking heavy bro
0: i i, 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 I got the there. I, I got you doing there. it i just was like you're not gonna fucking come in here and like make me feel like this shit and belittle me in front of people so i don't like how sometimes when people when people push my buttons i don't do it often but when someone gets under my skin yeah and really comes after me yeah or just and i give them a chance like okay aha, okay aha. and then when i hit that point it's like fuck you man now we're on and it was just one of those moments where like dude i don't fucking care i remember there's been moments in my life like what am i doing i remember i mean i'm not I love into the, it. give me another story give
2: me another story i love i remember like my that. buddy
0: in vancouver once we were just going across street with my other friends tom the and knee and you know he, i was doing a show up there and he was doing something else and i was bald and i remember him kind of smacking me on the bald head it was cold it was winter yeah and I go, dude cut it out man yeah like <laughs> pop and i go dude It hurts, man. Stop that. Stop doing that. And he did it again and again. And finally I go, hey, stop doing that, man. And then a few minutes later, pop. And I turned to him, much bigger, brawler, could kick my ass in a heartbeat. And I go, buddy, if you fucking hit me one more time, I'm going to punch you in your fucking face. I don't care if you beat me up. I will get one fucking punch and I will fucking bust your face up. Do it one more fucking time. And I remember he just goes, dude calm down <laughs> and he didn't fucking hit me because he knew that i was gonna fucking do something yeah at least i'm not the guy where you say one thing i'm like whoa yeah yeah, yeah, I, I mean, yeah. you gotta push my buttons. yeah and this guy yeah, on set yeah. i remember yeah. i remember i remember one director once there's another one on uh, smallville he's like i was like hey uh, you know I, I gotta get the flight out because i gotta get home to whatever i have a family thing he goes yeah yeah i know And he's being cocky about it And then I remember he goes, and well, he knows the story. He was Clark Kent on on Smallville. And he goes, finally, I go, dude, we got to get to this scene. He goes, you know what? We're not going to do that scene today. You're not going to make your flight. We're going to shoot it tomorrow morning. You know why? Because I'm the director. And I remember looking at him and going, guys, to the crew, I go, you know, I'm a humble person. I would never do this or say something like this unless I was provoked by a fat-ass director. I go, I'm one of the leads on the show. Do you know who's getting fired first? You fuck. <laughs> and then the AD comes up I to love me. It. The AD comes up to me and goes, guys, can we talk about this offset? And I go, we certainly can. And this is a big dude. I know, again, I get my ass kicked, but he's like fucking with me. Why are you being a dick? I'm not being a dick. Yeah. And then he goes, he, and I, all I did was this. I'll never forget it. I go, look, man, like that. He goes, <sighs> like he thought I was going to hit him. He goes, oh. I go, what, do you want to fucking fight me? You want to fight me now? It was so uncomfortable. I love it. It was so, but it's just like, you know, I, I guess it's like people push your buttons, I man. Yeah, and yeah. I, I lost my shit. Are you thinking of cutting that? No. You, <laughs> you can't, can't cut to that part. Well, he was looking at me like that's Jesus. No, you—that's the good shit. You can't cut that. So look, I feel like you, and I feel like this insecure kid. And then something comes out of me, like I can't, I can't, I can't be. The, I'm going to shut down. I'm going to fight or See, fight. It, it, uh, I'm you fight You I'm fight, you fight, you
2: fight. I fly. You know what I mean? I'm the flight. I or a freeze. I either freeze or a flight. You're a fighter, but it's the same. I don't know if I'm always a fighter. I think I I freeze too. No, I've never fought back. But you know what? I want to fight. I think you would. I think I'd if, rather fight. I
0: think if somebody treated you like that on set now with your improvement and all the shit you're working on, you'd yeah. be like, you know what, buddy? Don't talk to me like that. Just yeah. don't talk to me like yeah. that.
2: Mind your own business. Yeah. And that will make you feel good. Cause you I remember to... I had a director who called me a racial slur. What'd he say? Something like, hey, ching chong. You know what I mean? Can't you see through those ching chong eyes or something what? like that? Yeah. And I remember going like this. I'm sorry. Like, I cowered. And it's one of those things where in my mind, I'm like, I wish, because I was a young guy. It was in like in the 90s. You wish you had power or something? There. Yeah. If he, now? Oh, he, he would never work again. No. I would call everybody. It would, it would be a disaster for him. I, yeah. yeah. I Could would, you I imagine,
0: would, imagine all those tiger belly
2: people? It would be a disaster for him. Yeah. But um, I love shit like that. Hey, listen, this yeah, is, is a,
0: I have a, a Patreon account. And these are people who subscribe to the to my Patreon. Beautiful, beautiful. And I know you have one, but they really help support the show. They do, because I, I, I need them. I'm not like, you know. Okay, this is called Shit Talking Questions. These are from Patreons. There's some good questions here. Quickly answer them. You don't have to take a long time. I want to. Raj, Raj, what's your go-to karaoke song? Um, tequila. Tequila. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't sing much,
2: right? Is there much more words? Word. Just one word. That's it? Yeah. <laughs> Did you just come up with that? No. You're releasing that? Yeah. Tequila. If they ask, because I don't like doing karaoke, I'll go, I'll do tequila.
0: Angie, what would you say is the most unhelpful advice you've given on your podcast to date? That when you said something, you went back and go, what the fuck was I giving that advice for? Uh,
2: uh, yeah, usually usually, um, if somebody doesn't want to have sex with somebody because it's, and I and just, I say, leave them. Go what? Like, well, someone, I remember somebody saying like, you know, I'm dating this girl. It's three months in. She <laughs> oh, won't yeah. have sex with them. And I go, just leave the bitch. You know what I mean? kind of thing. When they could have been 17, who knows the scenario.
0: Yeah, well, you didn't know. It was just the did I I say that. Yeah, Sophie M., any funny stories from the Kicking It Old School movie? That's what we did. I remember you and I were naked a
2: lot. Well, you showed me your penis first. You showed me yours. First, you did. I don't know if that was true. 100%, because I remember the day. Was that when we bonded? No, I walked into my own trailer, and I turned around, and you were leaning against a wall in my own trailer with your penis out. Would that be considered harassment today? not to me that's a korean hello
0: tom funniest story while filming mad tv oh my god i have so many what's the one that just fucking comes to light
2: well there's one that i haven't really told much which is just one day that a jordan peele jordan Peel was like um one day he did he only had like one scene where he had to carry in a glass of water he was a waiter right so he had just right but then he got really high because you know he had no line right but we knew that he wasn't going to be able to do it because he was so high because he had to balance his glass. it, it had, He just had to put the fucking glass on the table, right? I remember we're all sitting behind the monitor watching Jordan come out and just seeing the fucking water. <laughs> you know what I mean? And it's spilling, like, shattering and on he, the And he didn't know you were fucking with him. No, no, no It was so fun, but that was a memory. Andrew C., what's the worst celebrity interaction you've experienced? Oh, Peter my- Weller. No, that yeah, but i have another one that was uh who tom Selleck. no last summer and i didn't even fucking know the guy and he kind of yelled at me for no reason it was like i was doing paulie shore's movie which is uh i don't know what it's called it was funny the documentary thing no it was a real movie movie uh, yeah, a it. scripted movie right and billy zane was on it and i had just gotten the set and somebody was like hey look at the set and i walked in i was just talking and the billy's hey shut up to me Right, And I just got, I don't know what the fuck is going. No one told me that they're shooting anything. And I remember looking at Billy Zane going, oh, you want to go there? I'm small. You're a handsome guy. You're a Titanic. I got nothing. We'll see what goes on now. You want to have a war with me because you don't even know what I have. I have an army. Billy? Are you friends now? I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. Mary B. Good question. Would
0: you, could you. Play a serious role in a non-comedy series. Yeah, around. I would love to. I know you can. I would. I've done it. Lisa, any upcoming acting gigs? Thought you were great in Splitting Up Together in Love, but uh, and Love, both were brilliant shows that ended too soon. I saw you
2: on. Yes, I wrote a show with uh, my friend, and it's about a Korean um, spa in Koreatown, and it's a three-camera sitcom about a Korean family that runs this really bad Korean spa, and CBS Studios bought it. Are you serious? Yeah. <sighs> But we got to ride it and do the pilot and stuff. Well, that's the, uh, it's going to work. You're going to get good riders.
0: Don't deflect with a tongue slap. Nico P. Nico. Nico. How, do you, how do you know when you're
2: in the zone when you're on stage during a set? How do
0: you know when I fucking got
2: him? Here's the thing. There's two things that you have to remember. Um, when you're about to perform, there's two feelings that you have. Number one, you, sometimes you have to push your way up on stage. But then sometimes you get pulled do you, see, you know the difference? Pushing is
0: like, get the fuck on, because you don't feel like it. Yeah, you don't feel like you gotta you're gotta funny. You pulling is like something's pulling you. Like, I can't, I wait, can't to wait to get
2: up there. How often do you get pulled? Rarely. But when I get pulled, it's always great. Electric. Yeah. I have to take a shit in your bathroom, can I? I think that's a perfect way to end this podcast,
0: um, buddy. This is this has been amazing. You got Tiger Belly, and the other show is Bad Friends. Bad Friends with Andrew Santino. Andrew said he's going to come on the podcast. Should we get him on here, right? <laughs> what did he say? He hasn't done it yet. No, he have says he, asked he what? Him? Yeah, he said he was going to do it. Hang on, I listen. really have to take a shit. Though. All right, listen. Thank you. You know, I, I know, and I know you'll do it here. Listen. Thank you for allowing me to be inside of you. I love you. This was a joyous. I want to come back on Tiger Belly, as you know. When you need a guest last minute, you know to call me, right? Yeah. Bobby Lee, thank you. <laughs> thank you, guys. Oh yeah. Dude, I love that guy. Bobby Lee. He's, you know, yeah. just a, a beautiful mess. Yeah, that that's the best way to put it. Yeah, he's a, <laughs> he's got a big heart. Uh I know his story. I've known him forever and it's just lovely to He's just always so uh he's a good friend. You know, I, I I've talked about this before, I think, but uh you know, the people who come back in the podcast is it's really just uh everyone's busy. Who wants to go with someone's podcast? By the way, who wants to go again? Stephen Amell did Bobby Lee Tom Welling Jamie Lynn Sigler Jennifer Love Hewitt's coming back uh this is uh this is nice it's nice when you have friends that will come over and because they know I love this they know I'm doing something good they know that it's uh I, I'm passionate about it and I, I think they uh that is nice yeah I want to give a big shout baga, baga baga big shout out to all the patrons the top tier patrons without you guys I don't know if we'd be able to run the show and that's Allison L Andrew C Angelina G Lee Barry, I. Bobby Bortex. We got Brian H. What if I just started making up words well, like Brian H. Brian hot as hell. Chris. Oh, he doesn't have a last name on here. Dion K. That uh, doesn't work. Emily. Emily S. Hamza B. Hamza sounds like a new name. Hamza. Jason D. Jason W. Jennifer S. We met on Facebook. And you're just so sweet. You're a new top tier. I love you. Jerry W. You're new. I love you, Jerry W. Jill E. Joshua D. Kevin R. Lauren G. Leah S. You know, I love you, Stubby. Mark A. Michael S. Nancy D. My love. Nico. My love. Raj. Robert B. Rock's raccoon is in the hizzle. Samantha M. Sarah V. Sean W. Stacy L. Tiana. Tricia. Vanessa in the sky. We
1: die, and
0: you keep going. yeah a lot of new patrons and uh what a treat man i don't know what i do with that you guys thank you all the new top tier patrons thanks to all my patrons like i said whether it's a buck or nothing or whether you just listen for free or 25 bucks whatever they do it's just amazing it's just uh fuck it. thanks man thanks for everything thanks guys also uh please uh Follow us inside of you on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube. Really helps get those numbers up. Sponsors look at that shit. They're like, oh, he's got this many sponsor, uh, subscriptions or this. It helps. So it might mean nothing to you, and you listen to it, and I love that it's free for you. But for us, it, it helps us out. So make sure you follow on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. It's either at Inside of You Pod or at Inside of You Podcast. And um, again, subscribe to the YouTube channel. Just start watching that. Get those numbers up, Ryan, man. Be safe. Be healthy. Uh, you know, here's that theme music. I love the theme music that we we, we did. It <laughs> was so good, right? Oh, it was right. amazing. It was just we winged it. It was one take. Whatever it is, it is. But maybe we could write something together. That could be our outro. We, we can, can we write something more with words. That's sad again there's yeah uh So thank you guys for listening to Bobby Lee. And, uh, yeah, the merch store is uh, inside of you online. Inside of you online store. Whatever. They have tons of hats and shirts and all that stuff. And uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. And uh, thanks for allowing me to be inside of all of you.